Tonight, Loki Forever, The Long Halloween A Little Longer, The Walking Settlement, and we remember Chuck Venera and director Richard Donner. All that and more on the comic book edition of Multiverse. Tonight! Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 134 of Multiverse Tonight, the comic book edition. You know, as, we, as, I, as I said, I'm your host, Thomas Townley. And, uh, well, not much to talk about at the top of the show today. Um, we're still uh, working on Puppy here. Right now, he's at my feet trying to chew on my rug. He's a little Dickens, you know, as, as I mentioned, we got him, we've gotten him to sleep through the night, which is a lot better on us, but, you know, he's still a puppy, so he's, you know, still biting things and stuff like that, but, you know, he's a work in progress. We have uh, Planet Comic Con next month, so we're looking forward to that. There's a lot of uh, great uh, people we want to see. I mean, this is, as I said, first comic convention we've been to in like 18 months, somewhere around there. Uh, you know, we're hoping that the people of Missouri, you know, get through their thick skulls, uh, you know, get vaccinated, or at least, you know, especially with a convention like this, wear, wear a mask. You know, try not to, don't, don't, don't give your germs to other people. You know, this is more than convention crud. This is this is a disease that has grown stronger with every iteration. And really the only way to prevent this is to either mask up all the time or to get vaccinated. And, you know, I've I've been vaccinated for what, four months? I'm fine. You'll be fine too. So uh be sure to uh you know get out there, get vaccinated, and let's go on to the Marvel Comics News. Thor, Love and Thunder is apparently so crazy, according to uh, Taika Watiti, that, quote, it shouldn't make sense, unquote. The director told Empire, uh, quote, that uh, at, has he recently wrapped up on production of the Thor sequel and expanded on that original comment, saying, quote, well, just between me and uh, you and the readers, I've done some crazy bleep in my life. I've lived like 10 lifetimes, but it's the craziest I've ever done. If the film's plot remains under wraps, you know, and they're done, unquote. If the film's plot remains under wraps, we do know that Love and Thunder will somehow weave in the return of Natalie Portman's Jane Foster, who is expected to wield Molyneux at some point in the movie, plus Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher, plenty of celebrity cameos, hang time with the Guardians, and Thor with big crimped 80s hair. He uh, went on to add, quote, if you wrote down all the elements of this film, it shouldn't make sense. It's almost like this 
It's almost like it shouldn't be made. If you walked into the room and said, I want this and this and this, who's in it, these people, what are you going to call it? Love and Thunder. I mean, you'd never work again. Maybe I wouldn't after this, unquote. He also promised that the movie is very different from Ragnarok, saying, quote, it's crazier. I will tell you that. I'll tell you what's different. There'll be more emotion in this film and a lot more love and a lot more thunder and a lot more Thor if you've seen the pictures, unquote. Love and Thunder is due to hit movie theaters in May of 2022. In a new interview with the New York Times, the Suicide Squad director James Gunn said that was Kevin Feige who delivered the news that Gunn had been let go by Marvel Studios after a number of conservative personalities dug up old tweets he made where he joked about pedophilia and rape. Gunn said in the interview, quote, it was unbelievable, and for a day, it seemed like every everything was gone. Everything was gone. I was going to have to sell my, sell my house. I was never going to be able to work again. That's what it felt like, unquote. Now, Gunn eventually was scooped up by Warner Brothers to spearhead a new Suicide Squad movie. Now, when asked if he felt like he was a victim of cancel culture, Gunn said, quote, it's such a bigger issue than that, because cancel, cancel culture is also... Also is people like Harvey Weinstein who should be canceled. People who have gotten canceled and then remain canceled, most of those people deserve that. The paparazzi are not just the people on the streets, they're the people coming Twitter for any past sins. All that sucks. It's painful. But some of it is accountability, and that part of it is good. It's just about finding that balance. Unquote. Gunn, during the interview, spoke about being only the second director to helm both a DC and Marvel film, and the first to receive directing credit on both a Marvel and DC film. Josh Whedon, if you remember, was uncredited for pinch directing Snyder's partially completed Justice League. More on the Suicide Squad in the DC Comics News. The MCU walked away with a total of 28 Primetime Emmy nominations, 23 for One Vision and 5 for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, for more on that, please go back one episode. I'll wait. You back? The now, Well, we have war, more award nominations. The Television Critics Association award nominations are out. Apple TV's Ted Lasso picked up five nominations with a four-way tie for second place between HBO Max's Hacks, HBO's I May Destroy You, and Mayor of Easttown and Disney Plus's WandaVision, earning four nominations apiece. Now, WandaVision got nods for Elizabeth Olsen for Individual Achievement in Drama, Outstanding New Program, Outstanding Achievement in Movies, Miniseries or Specials, and Program of the Year. The Mandalorian received a nomination for Outstanding Achievement in Drama. You know, congratulations to all those who are nominated, and uh, we wish them the best of luck. Tom Hilston, in a Q&A on Tumblr, said that he would readily play Loki for as long as he can, replying to the question, quote, would I? Yeah, absolutely. I'm so lucky that I've got to play Loki for this long. And you know, I feel like he's such an interesting character who's been around in human consciousness for so long. And he's got some so many different aspects, so many different complex characteristics that feels like every time I play him, I find out something new or we get to evolve him or take him down an avenue that we haven't gone down before, unquote. Now, Loki, which just finished its first season on Disney+, Plus, with a second one planned. Hiddleston has played the fan-favorite villain for over a decade now, 
and he will be appearing vocally in the upcoming What If series on Disney Plus this August. Now let's go on to that DC Comics news. Batman's The Long Halloween is getting a new a one is going to go one issue longer with a new one shot from Eisner Award winning Jeff Loeb and artist Tim Sale. Batman The Long Halloween special will revisit the story that Loeb and Sale wrote 25 years ago. In the announcement, Jeff Loeb said, quote, 25 years ago, Tim Sale and I set out to tell a mystery tale of how Gotham City went from crime to freaks. The result was Batman The Long Halloween. We're thrilled to be back at DC revisiting some of our favorite characters, all the while revealing that you may not know the whole story, unquote. Now, Tim Sale added, quote, As it has always been, working together on Batman has brought out the best of Jeff and myself as Gotham City storytellers. We have been blessed to have the mighty talents of Comic Craft's Richard Starkings with us every step of the way, and the very fortunate to welcome colorist Brennan Wagner to help shape our latest venture, unquote. Bat- the Batman, the long Halloween special, will be out in comic book shops on October 12th for $7.99. The team from Last Podcast on the Left are getting their own DC Horror comic book series. DC Horror Presents Soul Plumber comes from the minds of Marcus Parks, Henry Zabrowski, and Ben Kessel, the host of the last pod, last podcast on the left. The six-part story is about, quote, Edgar Wiggins, a disgraced former seminary student who is desperate to find a way to answer what he believes is his higher calling. He thinks he's found it in a seminar hosted in a hotel conference room by the Soul Plumbers, who have a machine that could be the secret to delivering souls from Satan. Edgar is too broke to buy in, but that's not enough to stop this true devotee. He steals the blueprints and builds a pirated version of what com- com- components he can afford on his gas station attendant's salary. Then he goes after a demon, misses, and ends up pulling up something much worse. Unquote. Soul Plumbers will be the second title in the DC Horror imprint, and will have the art of John McCree, and will be out on October 5th. The Suicide Squad will be available a few hours early for those with HBO Max. The news came via James Gunn's Twitter feed, in which he posted, quote, For those of you who can't wait, hashtag The Suicide Squad is coming to you a day early in the U.S. See it on the evening of Thursday, August 5th, which also happens to be my birthday. Hashtag in Suicide Squad, in Squad We Trust, unquote. Now, if you want to wait to see it in theaters... Uh, open Opening night, AMC Theaters will be giving out an exclusive comic book for those of you who want to see the movie on the 5th or on the 6th. Now, this is all part of a of Gunn's effort to get more people reading comic books as well as seeing the movie and TV adaptations. Now, let's go over to the Geek News. We begin the geek news with Netflix's The Witcher Blood Origin, which has cast Michelle Yeoh. The former Star Trek Discovery cast member will be joining as Cyan, who is described as, quote, Cyan is the very last of her nomadic tribe of sword elves. No one can come close to her artistry with the blade, and no one carries as much loss within their heart. When a chance presents itself to retrieve a stolen sacred sword taken from her fallen tribe by nefarious means, she launches herself into a deadly quest that will change the outcome of the continent. Unquote. Now, 
uh, Yo joins Lawrence O'Furhan Fayal in the six-episode series described as, quote, set in an elven world 1,200 years before the world of the Witcher. Blood Origin tells a story lost to time, the origin of the very first Witcher, and the events that lead to the pivotal conjunction of the spears when the world of monsters, men, and elves merge to become one, unquote. AMC and Walking Dead showrunner Frank Darabont have come to a settlement. Darabont first sued AMC Networks back in 2013, with a second suit coming in 2018. He and his agency, CAA, claimed that the network used shady accounting practices to cheat him of the profits. Now, the original judge seemed to be leaning in Darabont and CAA's favor, causing AMC to hire new lawyers. This past April, an appeals court trimmed Darabont's case with a new jury trial set to go next April. This settlement resolves all litigation and buys Darabont and CAA out most of their rights to the intellectual property from the franchise. In AMC's July 16th report to the U.S. SEC, that's the Security and Exchange Commission, they stated, quote, The settlement agreement provides for a cash payment of $200 million, the settlement payment, to the plaintiffs and future revenue sharing related to certain future streaming exhibition of The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. The company has taken a charge of approximately $143 million in the quarter and then ending June 30th, 2021, in consideration for the extinguishment of plaintiffs' rights to any compensation in connection with The Walking Dead and any related programs, and the dismissal of the actions with prejudice, which amounts, which amount is net of approximately 57 million of ordinary course accrued participations. The settlement agreement also includes customary provisions included in such agreements, including providing for mutual releases, covenants not to sue, waivers, confidentiality, non-disparagement, and indemnification for third-party claims, unquote. Now, of course, neither AMC or Darabont are coming on the SEC filing. Now, this leaves a similar legal fight between AMC and others, including Robert Kirkman, still set to go trial to trial this November. Greta Gerwig will now be directing and producing and co-writing Margot Robbie in a Barbie movie. Gerwig previously directed Little Women and Lady Bird. Now, the movie has been in development hell for years now. At one time, Amy Schumer was attached to star. No word on when it will come out and who will play Ken. The new Masters of the Universe Kevin Smith-led Netflix series, Masters of the Universe Revelation, will begin its own serial via FYE stores. Masters of the Universe Relation, uh, Revelation Eternia Crunch serial will be, is out in stores now and costs $19.99 with a fun battle cat toy inside. Now, frankly, folks, from the pictures, this looks like a box of Fruity Pebbles with Masters of the Universe plastered on the box. So, you know, caveat emptor, let the buyer beware. The Boom Studios horror comic series, Something is Killing the Children, will be made into a Netflix series, and Trevor Macy and Mike Flanagan, who made The Haunting of Hill House, Doctor Sleep, and Gerald's Game, will be co-writing and exec-producing the pilot. The comic's first story arc told the story of a town plagued by monsters that eat children, with only one teen survivor telling tales that no adult believes. And then a mysterious young woman named Erica Slaughter shows up to take down the monsters. The comic is from James Tinian IV and drawn by Werther Del Edra and was a bestseller. 
Lionsgate has acquired the worldwide rights to Kevin Smith's uh, Clerks 3. Deadline.com reports the movie, which is now in pre-production in New Jersey, will begin production next month. Now, Smith, of course, has written and will direct, and all major cast members from Clerks will be reprising their roles. The pilot, the plot, excuse me, follows a subject Kevin knows all too well, with Randall having a massive heart attack. He then enlists Dante, Elias, Jay, and Silent Bob to make a movie immortalizing his life at the quick stop. In a statement, Smith said, quote, There is a saying from the Tao that goes something like, To be great is to go on, to go on is to go further, to go further, to go far is to return. Thanks to Liongate, we get to return to where it all started with almost this whole cast that started all. And for the first time since the first time we ever made a movie in 1993, we're shooting the entire flick on location in New Jersey as an ode to both the enduring allure of cinema and resourcefulness and lunacy of its storytellers. Years ago, Dante and Randall made me a filmmaker, so now it's time to I return the favor, unquote. No release date has been set. And finally tonight... Animaniac's voice talent Chuck Venera has died. No, or Chick Venera has died. Chick was born in March of th- 1937 as Francis Venera and became an actor after stint in the U.S. Army Signal Corps. He starred with a turn in the Broadway production of Grease and acted in shows like Lucas Tanner, Vegas, T.J. Hooker, Night Court, The Golden Girls, The Untouchables, and many more. He broke into voice acting with the Jetsons in 1985 and lent his voice to Foofer, Capital Critters, Batman the Animated Series, Darkwing Duck, Bonkers, The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, Cow and Chicken, Batman Beyond, Static Shock, and others. But he is best known for his role as Good Feather Pesto on the original Animaniacs TV show which for which he appeared in 22 episodes. He also taught acting as well. Chick passed away from cancer on July 7th in his home in Burbank, California. Chick Venera was 74 years old. And finally, director Richard Donner has passed away. Now, Donner was responsible for some of the biggest, most iconic movies of the 70s and 80s. Donner was born Richard Donald Schwarzenberg in the Bronx on April 24th, 1930, After high school, he served in the U.S. Navy, becoming an aerial photographer, and then briefly attended New York University, but left to pursue an acting career in L.A., where he adopted the stage name of Richard Donner. Now, after trying his hand at acting, director Martin Ritt encouraged him to become a director instead and hired him on as his assistant. He started with commercials, and by the late 1950s, he was directing episodes of westerns like Wanted Dead or Alive and The Rifleman. He would go on to direct episodes of shows like Route 66, Wagon Train, Have Gun, Will Travel, The Lieutenant, The Twilight Zone, in which he directed William Shatner in the Nightmare Nightmare at 20,000 Feet episode, The Man from Uncle, Gilligan's Island, Perry Mason, Get Smart, The Fugitive, Wild Wild West, The Banana Splits Adventure Hour, Canon, Kojak, Tales from the Crypt, for which he became, for which he was nominated for a Cable Ace Award and also served as executive producer, and many others. Uh, he broke into movie at movie directing with 1961's X-15 and would direct such movies as The Omen, Superman, The Toy, The Goonies, Lethal Weapons 1, 2, 3, and 4, Scrooge, Maverick, and many more. A dispute with the producers of the Superman franchise led to his name being taken off Superman 2. He also served 
as an executive producer on a bunch of films, such as The Omen 3, The Lost Boys, the Free Willy movies, and the first X-Men movie, and his company produced all the X-Men movies following. He also got to write an action comics uh, issue following alongside Jeff Johns, and in his personal life, he married film producer Lauren Schuler in 1986, merging their prospective production companies into one. Richard Donner passed away on July 5th. He was 91 years old. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news for today. Uh, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. Now go over to Instagram to check out photos of our aggressively cute puppy, Roscoe. Now, if you'd like to contribute financially and, you know, Lord knows where we wish you would check out the show notes, uh, visit the T public store, you know, buy a t-shirt and so much more head on over to multiverse tonight.com. And if you're a subscriber, thank you. Thank you very much. Be sure to share this with all your friends. If you're brand new to the show, please be sure to uh, hit subscribe or follow depending on your podcast app. And, uh, while you're, while you're at it, leave me with some feedback. I can't, Get any better unless I know what I'm doing wrong. A special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in just two weeks with a brand new sci-fi and comic book edition. Now please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Production, copyright 2021, all rights reserved.